0: Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Allow Me to Translate with Jason Souls. We appreciate you joining us and can't thank you enough for the positive support and feedback. We also thank Anchor FM for hosting our podcast files and distributing to the many streaming platforms our listeners access, including the one you're using right now. Without further ado, please welcome our host. Jason Soules for this episode of Allow Me to Translate.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Jason Soules again with another episode of Allow Me to Translate. We have a new president again, thank God. i um, so excited about that and to see kind of just how things kind of can chill out over the next several months. Hopefully, I'm at least hopeful that that may be the case. And I hope you are too. And uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, today's topic that I'm going to talk about is um, basically there's no one way to be trans. Because when I sat and thought about it the other day, too, I was thinking four year anniversary, um, I was looking back a lot and thinking, God, I've met so many people over the last four years. I've met so many new trans people, whether they were even friends of mine who came out after me um, or people I never met before through the teaching world, serving world, socially, whatever, um, through this podcast. I mean, I've met so many trans people and we're all different. We all have different experiences and we all, have different ways of expressing what we're, um, you know, experiencing with our gender and what we feel about it. And maybe some people want to talk about it and some don't. So today I wanted to look at not only some of those differences to just really highlight how broad of a spectrum this this whole world has, um, but also kind of look at who's out there kind of hurting um, our ability to get this message across who's out there kind of spreading some hate and what you know do I think can help us move forward as a kind of collective if you will so I'm not sure how many of you know what. first of all gender dysphoria I did an episode about that and we're talking about having this disconnect with the body you're born in and discomfort with the body you have and this inability to match And how for many trans people, it's very uncomfortable. It's something that drives us to medically transition. And the fact is not every trans person has dysphoria. And I know that that may sound confusing to some people because generally when we explain what trans means, we use dysphoria as like the, you know, the, um, verb or whatever, I don't know. It's like literally dysphoria is the definition in and of itself most often, and it shouldn't be, and it should actually be separate. And what I mean by that is and this took me some time to even really kind of become clear and understand and I I have made mistakes in my past saying and, and doing certain things that now I think are stupid, but you Tell somebody you're trans, when you're talking to somebody about your identity, you're coming out or you're just telling them or whoever, you're talking about your identity. You know, when I came out to hundreds of students and things like that and all of my Facebook friends I didn't come out and say, I'd like to come out as somebody who has dysphoria, I came out and said, I view myself as this gender. It wasn't anything about my comfort or discomfort with my body as it is so that's a separate question often very parallel to it almost you know I don't want to say almost always very often um, people do feel these things are very so intertwined they can't be you know separated Um, but there are actually people that believe that you cannot be trans without having dysphoria or people that believe that you are not really trans if you don't medically transition. Even though that's wild, because there's many, many reasons people wouldn't or might not choose to medically transition. But the term for these people, and I had to kind of look it up because I was like, I read this all the time, but I don't hear it. So it's like, I just wondered if I was saying it right. And it's true scum. And I looked at, why would you want to name yourselves as a group or people true scum, like that seems really dumb. And then I start, I looked it up and sure enough, that's actually like part of what happened, you know, and in, the, in their, um, you know, like a true transsexual and they talk about the whole, you can look it up online if you want to, but it's, it's just crazy to me that there's this group who's actually saying, you know what we've decided for everybody else this is the only way you can define being transgender. And I kind of wonder why anybody would want to be on any sort of kind of campaign to limit anything these days. I mean, isn't the whole idea to try and keep opening things up and broadening our horizons and opening our minds to things that can be. So here you have these true scum, these people that are medicalists. Or trans medicalists if you want to look it up. And they believe that you have to have dysphoria or medically transition to be trans. And I made the mistake once of talking with somebody who I knew that came out too, or that was is also trans, that I can't understand how it would feel to be trans without dysphoria. And literally meaning I like I don't understand, I can't relate to that. And not in any way meaning so therefore, it it can't be true or it can't be possible. And I think they took it that way and I didn't find out for a long time. And then later they were like, well, do you still believe this and that? And I was like, oh my God, I don't believe that at all. And so it's forced me to really kind of look at exactly um, how I've been perceived in the past for what I believed or what I said and why did I say it that way and what could be changed and stuff like that. So even you know, trans folks ourselves, we have to be really reflective to try and make sure that we are practicing what we preach. We're keeping um, ourselves grounded and honest in this whole journey too, because like, I really don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to be who I want to be. And so therefore I want to allow everyone else to be who they want to be. There's just so many different people that I've met. I was talking about that a little bit, but like the spectrum of people is crazy. There's some people that are so shy, they, they can hardly, um, you know, leave the house or, um, or speak up at a support meeting. There's some people who are really, um, confident and bubbly, you know, and there's some people who are really bitter or jaded because of their experience. Honestly, there's some people who are super insecure. There's some who are confident. There's some who are really comforting. You know, there's some who are super flamboyant or, or very outwardly queer and there's some who are very kind of straight, if you will, um, seeming very, um, yeah, s- straight, I guess. <laughs> um, some people who prefer to be completely stealth and some who prefer to be an activist or whatever. It just keeps going on and on. and. That's just me off the top of my head thinking of people I've met over the last four years, not to mention the millions of us across the country and the world. You know, sometimes somebody might want to not medically transition simply because it's scary. There's a lot to consider. There's a lot of permanent changes. And so you might be in a place where you might want to, but not be ready to do it yet. Or I guess that's another thing I should bring up is it shouldn't be this this thing of people who say they don't want to are really just afraid to yet, or that they they eventually will, or that it's like a stepping stone place. Like, some people never will, and that's okay. And, and don't make it sound like, well, eventually you'll change your mind, and stuff like that. Um, I know it was difficult in the beginning for me. Like that I thought insurance and all of the different things that media had made me worry about for years were going to be difficult. And it turned out they weren't, but some people get really hung up on that or their anxiety can just be paralyzing, you know, for years at a time. Um, There's some people who just love their body, but identify in a certain different way and, and they have no shame whatsoever. And so why would they change it medically or not? Like there's some people who just genuinely feel, Whether it's non-binary or whatever, just like they define who they are. It's pretty cool to start to see and be exposed to so many different people in my life now because I'm living so openly. I've got to meet a lot of these people. And like I'm saying, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if humbling is the right word, but it keeps me realizing just how massive the world is, just how different the human race can be like within even a small community. And you know, the biggest thing you can avoid too when you're talking to trans friends is like, well, if your one friend is trans and they're comfortable with this, then all trans people must be. Like if your one friend was comfortable talking about surgery, uh, like sex reassignment surgery, Uh, That doesn't necessarily mean I am or somebody else is, you know, like there's definitely um, no one way to be trans. There's no one way to transition. There's no one timeline for that matter. I think... I got in my head so much in the beginning, like all these statistics and things, three to five years, three to five years, and now I'm going, well, it's been four, I'm going to be four and a half by the time I have surgery, I definitely, for top surgery, I don't even know if I'll have other surgeries and things, I just feel there's so much that could happen still, it's going to be like, 10 years maybe, or something, I don't know. So there's no one way to do it. That's, I mean, I'm all over, like, I love going on Instagram and following so many different trans men that are out there because they're just everywhere. But because I can look through my entire feed for my podcast and it's just example after example after example of difference, differences in trans people, it's mostly trans men, but there's some trans women too, or non-binary, there's a lot of different people in my feed that just are just confidence, confidence, happiness, authentic, authenticity. You know, it's just really... I guess I didn't realize how much that was missing from my life before. I guess I used to be pretty much a lot more judgmental than I like to admit. And I think that comes from a place of insecurity. I think that's something to do with, you know, if I can nail everybody else down before they have a chance, then maybe they won't be looking at me or, you know, I just felt... Yeah, like I think I think I just had to keep ahead of the game in terms of judgment before judge them before they judge me or something like that, and that's too bad. And I think it's just a totally difference and maybe maturity in me now that I've been able to just feel embraced and and meet people that are good role models for me. Other reasons that people might not want to medically transition, even as I've known people that, for example, were allergic to testosterone or certain things like that. You know, there's reasons and reactions people may have to these medications or hormone. Uh, They're calling it gender-affirming hormone therapy now, so G-A-H-T, got, I think. Um, So that's new for me to switch that, but... um, there's these reasons that you may or may not be able to do that because of underlying health conditions you have, or these, like I said, allergies, or maybe they're afraid of doctors. Maybe there's something religious. I don't know. Another thing is sometimes, um, people don't consider this when they think of trans people, but it's just as common is that maybe they're pregnant or want to become pregnant. You know, there's plenty of people who maybe will want to wait to do any sort of hormones until after they have biological children or something like that, and that's their choice. That's their right and freedom, you know? So I think that's another thing to consider, that we have these major things we're already trying to weigh in, you know, do you, don't you, uh, you know, but number one, it has to come down to do you want to? And you don't have to want to. I'm really, like I said, thankful. I guess I just keep saying it. Thankful that I've met so many different people. Just keep teaching me and keep reminding me just how different we all are. I don't speak for all trans people, and I've said that before on this podcast too, and I hope people really know that. Like, hey, genuinely try to help explain things from my point of view in case it helps knock some things loose in your mind, in your world, in your lens, you know, if it helps, wonderful. Um, But I'm not trying to say this is 100% how every trans person feels and how it goes for them. I think the number one thing we need as a society, if you will, is that we need to accept our differences sooner than later. I've said before that we've had these battles of racism and you know, women getting the right to vote and gay marriage and all these different things. It's just like, when are we going to stop having to have an oppressed group or groups? When are we going to start to really embrace not knowing what sort of people you'll meet in your life every day? Like literally, if you could try to change your mindset to every day wondering, huh, I wonder if I'm going to meet anyone new to me, you know, somebody who can you meet them, you know, you've, you've met people, you know what I'm talking about. Or you just meet somebody and you're like, that is someone I've never met like that. Yeah, I've never, they just can leave you dumbfounded sometimes. And whether it's just like in how they appear or how they act or whatever, but there's definitely that. Embrace not knowing who you're going to meet each day. And it may only be once in a while that you're surprised or presented with something that really kind of um, challenges you or whatever you've seen. It's still going to have uh, a lot easier time being absorbed by you if you're you're embracing it and being open to it. If that makes sense. You know, another thing I've thought about too in terms of labels and stuff like that, I just don't understand why we wouldn't treat everybody in the world as like innocent until proven guilty, like regardless of their labels. And so it's like as if some people assume you're trans, Oh, you're messed up in the head, or oh, you have a hard life, or oh, you have had this happen to you, or you've had this happen to you, and some of it may be true, and some of it may not be, but it's like, we should not be assuming things based on whatever these, these supposed labels are. It should just be literally everybody's a blank slate. Everybody just ex- tells you <laughs> their identity. They show you, they express themselves, and you accept that. You know, why reject that? Nobody's interfering with your right to, you know, do that. At least I can't tell why anyone would think that. So I only know my experience and I only speak to my experience. But I hope that listeners can understand in a new way just how complex the trans community is. And just how many times that even within our small world, we have people who think there are rules, that there are certain things that are required to define you as being trans, when there are truthfully no rules. You know, if I had woke up and decided I wanted to suddenly be Jason and all of this, but not medically transition, my life would look very different right now. But that's not what I wanted to do. If... I had wanted to, it would have looked different in a way I wanted it to look different. You know what I mean? Um, That I believe this is what's right for me, but I 100% support everybody's choice to do whatever they feel is right for them. So on that note, I guess I'm going to wrap things up for the week and say thanks for listening. I hope you can join again. Please join, uh, or excuse me, follow on Instagram uh, at Soul Speaks. I'm actually trying to get things up to 1,000 followers here and hoping you can help spread the word, get people listening. It's definitely really nice to have something where I can bounce some of these crazy ideas off of people. So... Remember, there's no one way to be trans, and thanks again for listening. Allow Me to Translate with Jason Souls.
0: Thank you for listening to Allow Me to Translate with Jason Souls. To learn more about this show, visit allowmetotranslate.com. That's allowmetotranslat dot C-O-M. See you next week.